You're listening to Under a Pile of Books, and I'm your host, Calvin Park. This week, before we jump into sort of the normal format uh, and talk about what I've been reading and, or in this case, haven't been reading, we'll get to that in a second, I wanted to take a moment to just give a shout out to the authors that I interact with on Twitter, uh, on our fantasy, uh, on Facebook, uh, just around the internet. This week, I've seen a couple different discussions on Twitter and also in the SPFBO group on Facebook, sort of talking about authors who contact reviewers to complain about their reviews or to nag them for reviews or all of that sort of thing. And, you know, it's it's kind of depressing in the community to see authors behave in that way. As a reviewer myself, the the last thing I want is an author to contact me, you know, trying to get me to change a rating that I gave a book or something like that. It's completely inappropriate. But my point in this is not to say how inappropriate that is, but rather to give a shout out to the authors that I interact with because just across the board, they have been uh, polite and encouraging, uh, fun to be around, whether that be the authors that uh, have come here on the pod to to do different episodes and do interviews with me, or whether those are uh, authors that I've simply interacted with on Twitter, over on Reddit, or just because I've reviewed their book on Goodreads. Uh, everyone has been uh, really great uh, I've had no problems with uh, with authors, you know, doing anything untoward. Uh, so it's just, uh, you know, I wanted to give a shout out because I think that, you know, 99% of authors out there are really great. They respect reviewers. Uh, they, they love fantasy as much as we love fantasy. That's why they write. And uh, even whenever I've had to you know, maybe an author has sent me a request and I've had to decline or, you know, perhaps I've had to, uh, you know, I've accepted a request, but then I've, I've had to kind of turn around and uh, DNF the novel. Authors have always been really gracious about that uh, and have not kind of come at me. So I, I really appreciate that. And I uh, just wanted to give a shout out to authors, uh, all the ones that I've interacted with, who've just been really great about that. And uh, I really appreciate that. And like I said, I think that's the majority of authors uh, in the community, you know, and, and let's be real. If you've put your life into, you know, crafting this novel and, and then you get someone who doesn't like it or who DNFs it, like I get that's, that's gotta be a hard thing. But like I said, the authors that I've had the pleasure of interacting with, it really has been a pleasure. And so I really appreciate that um, about all the authors that I've had a chance to, to work with. And uh, yeah, just Wanted to kind of give a give a shout out to authors in the midst of you know some some very well deserved criticism uh, because sometimes stuff does happen that isn't really appropriate but just on the whole uh, you know I think the the authors we have in the sci fi fantasy community uh, you know online and whatnot are just stand up folks and I really appreciate uh, each of them and and especially their their graciousness in in dealing with me as a reviewer. All right, so like I said, just just wanted to say that at the top. Now let's jump in to my weekend review. So uh, first thing, I have not yet finished, but I have been reading Spit and Song uh, by Travis Riddle. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm about 40% of the way in. Uh, 
good read, kind of uh, very very much in the vein of, of what I've come to expect from Travis, uh, strongly character driven uh, with with just some some interesting emotional beats. I'll say more once I finish it, but I am enjoying it so far. Here's the thing. I have not had a ton of time to read. Really, over the past two weeks, I have been slammed with stuff at my day job and uh, just just trying to, to, to get stuff done there, and, and uh, that's been requiring some evening hours. And then on top of that, I've just had some family stuff uh, right now in this season with uh, my uh, – I have two uh, young boys, and so obviously, you know, prioritizing uh, stuff with them and, and, and stuff we do as a family right now. So I uh, just have not had as much time to read as I – normally do. Hoping to get back to that uh, in the next uh, week or so. But in the meantime, I did have the opportunity uh, this week, I listened to an audio drama. Now, Sarah from the Fantasy Inn, uh, who you can find on Twitter at Sheraday Reads, S-H-A-R-A-D-E-E, Reads, R-E-A-D-S. She recommended to me an audio drama, The Two Princes. You can find this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's out there, as far as I know, on all the, the major podcast apps. And anyway, this was just a fun uh, short. It's about seven episodes. Each of the episodes are like between 20 and 25 minutes, so it's not long. Wonderful voice acting. Straight off the top, just Excellent, excellent voice acting. Uh, they actually have uh, one of the actors, one of the voice actors uh, is uh, from The Expanse. Um, and if you read through some of the other names, they're, they're recognizable names who are doing the, the voice acting here. So really top-notch voice acting. Loved that aspect of it. The story is tropey, definitely. Uh, it's In some ways, it reminds me a little bit of maybe like a, like a young adult read. It's, it's definitely... Uh, using tropes, but not in a bad way, uh, sort of just in a, sometimes it's poking a little fun at the tropes and sometimes it's just, it's, it's a lighter sort of, uh, sort of listen. So it's just a lot of fun. It's kind of adorable at parts. Uh, there is, uh, excellent, uh, LGBTQ plus representation. Uh, the two princes is a romance and, you know, so that's uh, the 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 titular characters are uh, this this very adorable sort of young adult um, coming of age romance story. And uh, like I said, I I had a fun time listening to this. Uh, definitely, if if you enjoy sort of audio dramas. If uh, you like fantasy and don't mind some tropes, um, particularly, obviously, if you're looking for some sort of an audio drama that has excellent LGBTQ plus representation, then this is one for you. But not that's not like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that's the only reason you should listen to it. It's just good on its own in kind of an adorable coming of age uh, light kind of way. Uh, lots of jokes, nothing, um, you know, there's tension in the story, but nothing, uh, nothing too sinister or whatever. It's, it's just a, a fun listen. Uh, I did it uh, mostly in the car as I was driving places, which I don't normally do because I don't have actually super long commutes, but 
Uh, but this one just kind of fit perfectly. Um, episode lengths are not that long. So I'm, I'm actually, if anyone else has some audio dramas like this that they would care to recommend, I am all ears because I definitely enjoyed The Two Princes. And uh, if you like fantasy and this sounds interesting, I'd encourage you to go take a look at it. A Gimlet Media is the company that produced this. Okay, so uh, on deck for this week. As I said last week, I really have no idea. I have not had a chance to look at my TBR yet. Frankly, I'll probably be doing well to get through Spit and Song and finish up the the little bit I have left uh, for The Throne of the Five Winds this week. So if I manage that, then I'm going to be very pleased with myself this week. However... um, I do have a number of books that I want to get to sooner or later. And so I thought I'd just read you kind of a random sampling of my TBR. This is in no particular order, and by no means is this my entire TBR. This is simply books that I have put on my TBR as potentials for October. All right. Uh, So... Uh, Shadow Blade by uh, Anna Karina. This one came out earlier this year, and I uh, have not yet read it. And, you know, it's one of those things where I'll sometimes put a book on my list, and it just never quite uh, makes its way to the the top of my uh, TBR. So maybe maybe this month it will, but uh, Shadow Blade by, by Anna Karina. Um, I have the next Chronicles of the Black Gate book on my list, which for me will be, uh, I believe, uh, number five, The White Song. I've really enjoyed Phil Tucker's Chronicles of the Black Gate, and uh, I'm on book five, so I want to get to that so I can finish up the series. It's actually in book bingo on our fantasy. This is probably the series that I'll use for like my my completion square or whatever that one is. I haven't looked at book bingo in a long time. I need to, um, dark born by Alison Sinclair. Uh, I can't remember who reviewed it, but it got reviewed on a fantasy book review several months back and sounded really interesting to me. So I put it on my TBR Orconomics. This is the winner of last year's Spiffbo. Still have not read it yet. I need to, it's on my list. Uh, cinders on the wind by Lewis Emery. Uh, I can't remember where this one came from, actually. This this might have been an entry in Spiffbo at some point. Maybe I just came across it. Not sure. Not sure. Um, Mistress Mage is on my TBR. I've wanted to read this for, I mean, since it came out, which I feel like was maybe a year ago now. Uh, but Mistress Mage is actually the second book in uh, Kaylee Nichols' um, The Mageborn Chronicles. So Sorceress Rivalry is the first book in that series. I read that last year. Uh, It was an enjoyable read, Um, sort of a fantasy romance, romantic fantasy. I don't know what you'd want to call it. Um, But it's uh, a lot of fun, really interesting kind of on on the way kind of magic works in it 
was kind of this neat, neat sort of thing. So I've wanted to read Mistress Mage and just haven't gotten there. So that is on my TBR. Uh, Symphony of the Wind. Uh, this was another, this was a Spiffbo semifinalist, actually. Um, and have not gotten to it yet. Uh, Empire's Daughter by Marion Thorpe. This was recommended by Bjorn, I think in an indie April thread way back right in April. And so I put it on my list, did not get there. Solomon's Seal. Uh, this is a self-published book that Krista D. Ball, I think, recommended to me on our fantasy. But I haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, the second book in Devin Madsen's Vengeance trilogy. So this is, this is the trilogy that takes place before we ride the storm. Same world. I really want to get to the second book because I quite enjoyed the first one. Uh, <laughs> I very much enjoyed the first one. Uh, we, I had a discussion with Devin once on uh, Reddit or no, not on Reddit on uh, Twitter about how uh, quite gets used very differently by Americans versus other English speakers. And uh, so in America, we use quite to mean like, you know, very. And apparently other English speakers don't use it that way. So just to be clear, I very much enjoyed the first book uh, in uh, her Vengeance trilogy and, and want to get to the second one. Uh, what else do I have on here? Uncanny Collateral by Brian McClellan. Uh, Where the Waters Turn Black uh, by Benedict Patrick. That is, I think this is the only one of his Yarns World novels that I've not read yet. And I'd like to correct that. Uh, the Death of Dulgoth by Michael J. Sullivan. This one's been sitting on my Kindle forever, and I haven't gotten to it. Um, Age of Legend by Michael J. Sullivan. I've talked about that before. Collapsing Empire by John Scalzi. I read an excerpt from that this novel uh, and never got around to reading the entire novel, but I want to do that. Shadowless by Randall McNally. This one is a semifinalist, I think, with fantasy book critic, maybe, in this year's Spif Spiffbo. The Gates of Gullarath, another one from this year's Spiffbo that sounded interesting to me. The Empress of Timbra, another one from this year's Spiffbo that sounded interesting to me. Um, Ink, Iron, and Glass by Gwendolyn Clare. I think... That one got recommended to me actually on the podcast uh, at one point. Libriomancer uh, also recommended uh, on the podcast here. And Embers of War by, uh, I believe that's Gareth Powell, uh, got recommended to me recently uh, as a sci-fi uh, book that I uh, might be kind of up my alley. So I appreciate those. Uh, again, these are not even my full TBR, just some of what I have potentially coming up in October and would like to get to. Obviously, I'm not even going to get close to all of those, but I don't know which ones I'm actually going to read next. So, hey, maybe that's interesting to you. Maybe a couple of those are on your TBR too, or maybe it gives you some ideas for more you want to add to your TBR. Uh, you'll certainly be hearing about many of those in the coming weeks and months as I get to them. In terms of upcoming releases this week, we have Warrior of the Altai by Robert Jordan. And I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. Altai, A-L-T-A-I-I. Altai, yeah, I don't know. I, this is a problem, right? I read, and now I have to talk on a podcast, and I don't know how to pronounce these words. But uh, this is being published, uh, obviously, posthumously, um, and, uh, Robert Jordan 
is uh, most well known for his uh, The Wheel of Time series, which was completed by Brandon Sanderson. And this is a book that he actually wrote before The Wheel of Time. So it's kind of interesting. I would like to get to it at some point. Uh, You've just heard about my TBR. It's not happening anytime soon. But uh, I know a lot of folks are very excited about uh, this. And and obviously, for good reason, Robert Jordan is a gifted author. Uh, So uh, if somehow you enjoy Robert Jordan but did not know this was coming out, now you know. Uh, One item I wanted to mention that came across my radar this week is uh, called Project Darkwater, and specifically uh, Veil of Ruin, which is going to be, uh, they're going to kickstart this in like the next five or six months. And this is, uh, Veil of Ruin is sort of uh, this tactical deck building game. And uh, they're kind of plug for it or whatever is that it's inspired by tabletop classics like Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering. So right there, you had me. Uh, I love Dungeons and Dragons. I absolutely love Magic the Gathering. In fairness, I have not played... Uh, well, I, I have not kept up to date over the past like four or five years. I've not bought any new Magic cards. So I'm way behind on whatever set or block they're in at present. But I, I do love... Magic the Gathering. It's a lot of fun. Um, I will probably pick it up again when uh, my boys are old enough to to really appreciate it and start start playing with me. But Dungeons and Dragons, I absolutely adore. And uh, so Veil of Ruin is a cooperative role-playing adventure game combined with tactical deck-building combat, according to the website, which you can find at projectdarkwater.com. So this came across my radar. Some people retweeted it. Uh, on Twitter this past week, and I am all in. I'm looking forward to the Kickstarter. I want to hear more about it, and I will probably be... uh, I mean, this is probably going to be a take-my-money situation uh, whenever the Kickstarter rolls around, because it sounds really, really interesting and fun. So, uh, Veil of Ruin, it's on my radar. Put that on your radar for the future. Uh, Also, uh, just... uh, quick housekeeping kind of item, and that is that this past week you got part one of our Magic System roundtable that uh, I did with uh, Jason and Beth and Lisa. The three of them were great. Uh, it was the conversation was just incredible and uh, just had had a great time uh, and actually had enough audio at the end of the day to really do two episodes for the podcast. So this coming week, you will get part two of the Magic System Roundtable with those three where we just continue our conversation. If you've not yet listened to part one, it uh, dropped this past Wednesday. I really encourage you go back, listen to that. Great discussion. You're going to get a a ton of great recommendations and uh, get to listen to just three people that, uh, plus myself, you know, but but three people who just really love fantasy, love talking about fantasy, and uh, had a great, great talk about about magic systems and stuff. So go listen to that and then look forward to part two dropping this coming week. I'm looking forward to, in the future, doing more roundtables like this. So I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you have uh, thoughts strongly one way or the other on how the roundtable format worked, uh, you know, and and just 
whether you're you you kind of enjoyed that format. I certainly enjoyed recording it, and uh, have a ton of ideas for what we can do uh, more uh, with that kind of format and some different topics moving forward. So thanks so much for listening. Appreciate you uh, sticking with me this far. And again, many thanks to those of you who've uh, shared uh, the podcast or the episodes, individual episodes on Twitter and uh, Facebook and elsewhere. Uh, Appreciate your support. Uh, Thanks to all of those of you who've subscribed. And uh, I'm looking forward to continuing uh, this journey together. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) 